Hey, what do you say? David Solomon back here on a Monday noon Eastern. It's an unbelievable, sunny, beautiful day here. And I'm back here on the Rat Network. My buddy Stuart Brisgell is off until Wednesday. He will be back in his usual chair, ranting as usual with along with me. And again, as we continue to add and add and add more and more folks, we'd like to thank you so much for joining us here on the Rat Network. Usually, like I said, Stuart Brisgell, we bring, you know, is with me, we, we bring you these unfiltered, uncensored conversations. Really, we go through a wide, wide range of politics, and we're really dedicated to giving you the kind of platform that you know, where you can express your opinions, share your stories, but also hear from a completely different set of perspectives. You know, listen, we talk about news, pop culture, politics, and all kinds of other topics from rants about the absurdity modern life. We love to pick on folks like, for example, who are woke and are not realistic, but we also go into the deeper issues, as I will today. And so let's sit back, enjoy, and please, please, please feed us on what you like and what you dislike about our rants anytime on all of our social media platforms. Now, the reason I I, I started with this today is, uh, you know, this whole business of different perspectives is, you know, Racism reared, once again, its supremely ugly head over the weekend. And in case you weren't aware and it did not get news, a bunch of neo-Nazis were trying to organize through social media a day of hate. Now, there is this thing in 1984, the book by George Orwell about the week of hate, where they go after people who oppose the state who oppose the politics of the state, who oppose the feelings of the state. And neo-Nazis traditionally have been that kind of individuals. They're those who want to, you know, they, you know, they feel that anybody who's not like them is ruining their state. Now, there's a lot of groups who like to say that neo-Nazis, white supremacists, whatever you want to call them, are specifically and only targeting them. Well, that's the furthest from the truth, because reality is that these neo-Nazis have targeted everybody from Asian Americans, Asian Canadians, Muslims, African and Canadian Americans, or should I say Afro-Canadians, I should say, as opposed to African-American Canadians. That's actually kind of funny, but also Jews. And on this weekend, the day of hate was exactly that, was to go after the Jewish community specifically. Did you hear this on CNN, Fox, MSNBC? No, of course not. These, these, these things didn't, you know, weren't broadcast. Now, if you talk to several people, they're going to tell you, listen, this was wrong. We should never have broadcasted this. We should never announce it because then we're just feeding into this hate and this racism. On the other hand, what do you tell the people who weren't listening or aren't paying attention and could have been in danger. And the danger was palpable to the point where although the big networks didn't take it, the local ones from the ones in New Hampshire, New York, Chicago, Miami, and other parts of the United States did in fact broadcast that there was gonna be added security synagogues and Jewish community centers on Saturday. Now, thank God, thank God, nothing occurred. Very happy to say that. But people didn't know. Jewish people did not know. And, of course, the media didn't want to push this narrative. I get it. But, again, the narrative that neo-Nazis were only targeting certain people 
continues to perpetuate. Because the fact that really almost nobody heard about it, unless you read Rolling Stone magazine, like I said, no national publication picked it up. But how is it that the day of hate that was targeting Jews, once again, no politician denounced it, media didn't denounce it. Now, I applaud many community leaders who got together who stand by, you know, arm in arm, doesn't matter Jew or non-Jew, to fight off this day of hate and call it a day of, you know, pride and, you know, happiness and there is nothing there. There was there was zero condemnation, zero anger. And that makes me upset. And I'll tell you why. The people who are pushing these narratives, who are saying we should get rid of hate, and we should get rid of all this racism, they're the biggest culprits in so many cases. I'm not saying every politician is, you know, or every media person is a racist. I'm not going to say that. But so many are willing to talk from both ends of their mouth. In a previous rant, I talked about how the Canadian government funded numerous anti-Semitic organizations here in Canada. Now, you could say, oh, but David, they didn't know. I mean, how, how were they supposed to know that that was it? Well, how about check on the net? Check their websites. Check their policies. Check what they're interested in. And you would see and it's vile how blatant the anti-Semitic they were. And not only did they send money to these organizations, but they also, and this is the crazy thing, joined them arm in arm in their meetings and their presentations to continue to promote this form of racism. And what, and what else could go wrong, right? What else could go wrong? It's not just the Canadian government, but all kinds of governments you see people funding this and that. But it's the denial. It's the freaking denial that drives me crazy. And so, again, over the weekend, there was another leaked story. This time by my favorite politicians in the United States, the squad. Led this time by Rashida Tlaib, who sent to all these anti-Semitic committees hundreds of thousands of dollars during the 2022 election cycle. That's right. In the election cycle. She sent close to $300,000 to groups that were run by these kinds of activists. Unvetted, unfiltered. On one hand, she talks about, no, I am not promoting hate. But on the other hand, guess what she's doing? Promoting hate. Again, it doesn't make a difference that other members of the Democratic Party have called out the squad for their anti-Semitism. And it's gone buried, un, really unchallenged practically in any way, shape, or form. The amazing thing continues to be that Rashida Tlaib and Elon Omar and AOC and a bunch of others have no problem promoting hate towards groups that are not theirs, you know. And their favorite target seems to be collaboratively the Jewish community. It's fascinating. It doesn't end. But they will say that the day of hate, because these were neo-Nazis and, of course, white supremacists, if it ever actually comes to pass, well, they're right-wing groups and therefore it must be conservatives and Republicans who are supporting them. It's a head-scratcher, folks. It's a complete head-scratcher to me. The unfortunate thing is that the hate perpetuated by the media, perpetuated by politicians, perpetuated even by social media, 
unbelievable. It's where you talk from both ends of the mouth. Now, how interesting was it that a few weeks ago, a hockey player quietly, very quietly, didn't join his teammates on a practice during a pride event where the, the team would go out with pride jerseys, and he chose not to participate. The media on both sides of the Canadian-U.S. border lost their minds. How dare, how dare this intolerance be accepted. He did nothing. He was quiet about it. The media chased him down. He wasn't yelling and screaming. He wasn't paying, uh, you know, for uh, uh, groups. He did it quietly. And the media went after him super hard. How dare he commit that kind of egregious act to the LGBTQ community? Similarly, the family for Chick-fil-A. The family that closes on Sundays, that believes in, you know, and the family day and all that kind of stuff was was allegedly giving money to anti-LGBTQ communities and uh, groups, excuse me. And of course, what ends up happening, we should boycott Chick-fil-A. How interesting that that group or these groups get attention, the anger and the media and of politicians the groundswell on social media. But on this past weekend, when lives were threatened, this time lives were threatened, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Well, almost nothing. Except for local leaders, like I said before, nothing happened. The media didn't do anything about it. And on my drive into work this morning, listening to the news, it was kind of like a small byline buried as if it was on page 16 on, in the front in the first section of the newspaper. It was a non-story. The day of hate was a non-story. How sad. What has to happen? Do we need a massacre, God forbid? Do we need an explosion? Yeah, I know in the United States, there's plenty of attention being paid to the oil spill in East Palestine, Ohio. The fact that Joe Biden went to the Ukraine, the economy, the I, I get all that. But why is it only in selective occasions that when hate groups, are, you know, you know, rise and they go after certain groups, that they get the attention and the condemnation is, 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 is unbelievable. But yet, certain communities, and I'm not saying only the Jewish community, certain communities are being marginalized in this sense. In a sense, a reverse kind of, of racism, if you will, which I know is a, is, a, is a contradiction in terms. But in fact, it is a form of like the opposite of racism. It's like you actually are promoting it. You want almost to kind of what make yours feel better and everybody else or your, you know, and yours is, is more important. We heard that with Black Lives Matter, the movement. And again, I say the movement, not the individuals, but the movement itself was trying to tell everybody that no, only the Black Lives Matter and not everybody else's. Racism seems to have no color, religious affiliation. It's just pure hate. Something that we teach our children. It's something that we see on social media. It's something that is allowed and permissive permitted by politicians and media alike. And then we wonder, right? We wonder why, how, how could it be so, you know, bad? Why is it still here in 2023? Because we can't get away from it. We still have those age old prejudices that won't go away. 
We need to excuse economic downfall by saying, look at somebody else and their prosperities in order to, 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 to deflect from the realities and the truths. The divisiveness that we have created here in North America is helping to perpetuate hate and racism. It's not helping to curb it. We've done nothing in our lives lately to curb racism. Nothing. Let's be realistic. Nominating an individual to run a group to, to, to investigate. We don't need to investigate and research it. The number of hate crimes towards marginalized and minority communities is absolutely escalating. First, it was COVID that caused it. And then it was economic problems that are causing it. And every time there's an excuse. And if you go back in history, nothing has changed. Just talking from Jewish perspective, the Jews have been blamed from everything from the Black Plague to killing Christ to blood libel to, to you know, economic, you know, challenges. And if you go, whether it's Russia or Spain or you name it, it doesn't matter. It's always one group that has to be targeted. It's always one different group that has to be targeted. And it's not just Nazi Germany, folks. The same thing happened in North America in the 1930s, and we're repeating it again and again. This just doesn't end. So post-day of hate or weekend of hate, whatever you want to call this damn thing, I call on social media to finally do their job that they claim to do. Shut down, censor, go and shut down all these hate groups. Shut down these groups. They should not have a platform. Shut them down. I call on politicians to absolutely condemn themselves and be vetted properly to be fleeced if necessary for these egregious acts of paying money, taxpayers' money, giving taxpayers' money to known racist organizations. They should be taken out of power. They should be cut from their position of, of strength. Get rid of them completely. They should not have a dime in, to, be, to be managed. I would love to see that. I know. I'm dreaming. But one can only hope that we learn something from this day, this day of, 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 of hate. And maybe, maybe we can figure out just how to get along. That's it for today's episode, folks, of the Rant Network. Stuart will be back here on Wednesday. We hope you enjoyed this conversation, gain something out of all this, and you know, maybe it'll give you a chance to reflect and also with the insights, maybe even act in some kind of way that will be positive and help us all out. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out on all our rants on all of our social media. We're back here noon Eastern on Wednesday, Friday, and then again next Monday. Follow us, download our podcast, share it. Thanks, all. Have a great day.